So hi, one of the Good Noise Podcasts. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with Alex, Cody, August, and I'm Ryan, and we're Until I Wake. And we're asking some, some questions say about their upcoming album, Inside My Head. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to the announcement so far? Awesome. Stoked. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels great. Everyone's super pumped. Fuck yeah. The awesome when it finally releases. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Album rocks so hard. Yes. <laughs> Can't trust that enough. Oh yeah, thank you. Of course. Did you guys get a sneak peek at like the whole thing? God, whole thing. Listen yeah. to the whole thing earlier. Yeah. Okay, so then it's even Hell better. Yeah. yeah. From front yeah. to back, it's like a musical and emotional roller coaster. That's why I say. Definitely. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I say uh you gotta listen to the album from the first song to the very last. You can't skip because everything kind of like blends in in a perfect way with each other. So Mm-hmm. There's no skips anyway. No, exactly. true. Don't put it on shuffle. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, so, is there any meaning behind the album title or cover art? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think the <laughs> meaning behind the the album title is kind of just uh, self-explanatory or of. I don't know. Yeah, it's just stuff that's inside my head, and then the art was just kind of like uh, just your inner demons or something like that that are in your head. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> You're trying fighting your inner demons or something like that. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, so, can you guys tell us a little bit about your writing process for this album? So um, basically, last it's, year, right? Uh, yeah, we started in January of uh, last year. Was it? I think yeah, so. Yeah, January last year, we spent the first month in the studio working on the album. Basically, yeah. like, I'm pretty sure we had a little bit of instrumentals already ready, you know, for yeah. Cody to, like, lay down the vocals to. Uh, so basically, we're tightening all that up, working on more, like, finishing the songs, adding the vocals and all that. And basically, we finished the entire album worth of instrumentals and then returned in October of last year. And that's basically when we put the rest of it all together. So we basically spent two months in the studio, you know, just divided them up amongst the whole year, which was kind of cool because we went in at the end of the year with like a fresh mindset. You know, it's not like we spent two months back to back in the studio where things got like stale or we got like anxious or like whatever, you know, we're just sitting there every day for two months straight instead of doing that it felt good to kind of break up the album between the beginning of the year, the end of the year, we all learn and grow as the year goes on, of course. So going in there with fresh ears, listening to everything, reworking things and adding to things. It was awesome. So yeah, usually it starts with the instrumental and then Cody goes back and writes, you know, melodies and vocals over it. But um, like Ryan said, it was nice to actually take that gap of time between starting the writing and then finishing it because everybody grew so much in that time period you know as songwriters and everything um that it, it only made it better you know versus if we had to do the whole thing in a consecutive yeah. year two months it was so. it was good for me too because uh i needed like a mental kind of uh break for for like lyric writing like so it allowed me to kind of to kind of recharge my my lyrical batteries so that was nice that's nice. Yeah. Am I right? Kind of like following this, you guys wrote a majority of this in the studio. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Do you guys prefer writing like that instead of coming in with with songs? 
Oh yeah. 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 Yes and no. I like I like the pressure of being in the studio when we're like uh when we're all like, all right, we gotta nail this and like we're all like in work mode and we're all like going into overdrive and getting stuff done is always sick. But uh sometimes I do like at least for instrumentals, but sometimes I like I, I definitely like when, you know, the instrumentals come together that way, but sometimes lyrically it's tough to write like on the spot in the studio and I need like a couple weeks sometimes with a song to Thank really you. flesh it out and make sure it's exactly how I want it. Gotcha. Yeah. It's kind of nice being in the studio though, doing it too at the same time. Cause it's like, you know, like there, the studio's in the middle of nowhere. <clears throat> so it's not like there's bars around, there's nowhere, there's nothing else to do. <laughs> so it's like, you're kind of forced to just work. Um, yeah. No distractions. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Cody, it's very beneficial to, you know, be able to have a little bit of wiggle room, you know? So, yeah. in addition to, I think that our reasoning for like liking to write at the studio the most is because basically we're all stuck there and we wake up, we vibe out, we figure out like how does everybody feel today, like collectively. And then yeah. that'll kind of create like the mood of the song. So it's like we're hmm. in a, a pissed off kind of mood we want to write a pissed song and everybody's on board then it's like all right we're gonna write a banger write a pissed off song whatever if everybody's in like kind of like some other sort of like emotional mood then it's like next thing you know we'll write an emotional song that's you know, vibe out to that. and <laughs> that's kind of how i like you know when we all function at the studio it's kind of like we build off each other's vibe and whatever's going on and the chemistry is so good that it's like you know we're gonna write something sick together yeah For sure that's amazing i love that yeah it's cool yeah yeah. Uh, so what song off this album took longest to write and which one is each of your own personal favorite Mm. (laughs) (laughs) took the longest to write oh man i don't know i'll tell you which one took the shortest right and that was uh okay that song the actual song inside my head i think we wrote that in like two days (laughs) and then we ended up loving it and then i ended up uh using that one as the title track for the album because i liked it so much and i kind of liked the message behind what that was about i felt like it fully encompassed going back to that other question about like what's the album mean and all i feel like it just kind of fully encompasses what everything on the album's about mm-hmm. um but as for what took the longest to write that's hard to say because like oh. we like you know like we said earlier we took a big gap of time in between the writing process so I feel like it's hard to say because the songs were already started and, and mostly instrumentally finished, but mm-hmm. they definitely changed significantly from the first, you know, month of writing to the second month of writing. It's hard to say. <laughs> I guess maybe, maybe if you considered going in and, and doing edits, maybe Bluebeam, I guess, would have taken the longest. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because we had like a lot, a lot going on in Bluebeam originally. And a lot got yeah. taken out. Like we had a lot of cool, like sci-fi, like fantasy type sounds in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we returned that song to like the rest of the team collectively, <laughs> I guess that we all decided to take They're a like, lot of it out. No. Wow. <laughs> we, we had like some like uh, some like Halo sounding plasma pistols in the song. <laughs> yeah, they were, like, yeah, there, there, was, there was a lot of cool little sounds in there that ended up getting taken out of the song. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sucks. It, <laughs> it was a bummer, but at the same time, like I feel like listening to it now probably feels like it was best for the song. Fair enough. 
and I think you should release that as an alternate version. That's just me. The Halo version. That's going to be the one that gets the music video, like the CGI music video yes. where we're all running around shooting these pistols. And stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and the personal favorites. Like, I think it's either for the record or reasons. They're mm-hmm. just both such great songs, honestly. It's hard to pick. What about you guys? I like Blue Beam the most because it's the most ridiculous song I think that we've made. My favorite too. Yeah, a lot of our stuff's like very, it's like rock driven, you know, and then Blue Beam comes on as soon as it starts, as soon as it hits in after those first cymbal hits, like, it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, where are we going, you know? So, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely my favorite song. It's just fucking chaotic. Mm. Hell yeah. Uh, I'd say for me, I mean, it was Forsaken. I think as far as Metalcore goes on the album, I think it's Forsaken. Um, I think that low key, maybe legacy might be my favorite because I feel like it's kind of the underdog of the album. And it was also the last track that we wrote and threw on the album. So it was kind of unexpected, too. And like the whole song's pretty jammy. And then like next thing you know, it's got this like uh, I feel like it's like a system of a down, like fake down. It's not a full breakdown, but a fake down in it. It gets a little bit weird and stuff. And I, I think I like that, too. So I feel like maybe I like legacy the most. Maybe we'll see. I don't know. my favorite i gotta just dude i love octane man (laughs) octane is sick i love all of them but man i just feel like octane is like one of the songs i'm most proud of writing i would say yeah hell yeah love that uh so had the track list for the album come about did you guys write the opening with the opener closer be a closer shuffle around see what fits what was that process like yeah basically yeah we we shuffled them around at the end we kind of after we were done with all the recording and edits then yeah it was time to figure out like the the order and so we just uh listened to all of them a billion times and figured out which way they would fit best so yeah it was it was a post thing that happened mm-hmm. all right all right perfect so would you guys be able to tell us where your headspace is at while you're creating this record <laughs> uh everywhere i don't know all the places this off. <laughs> off emotional mm-hmm. hyped up oh yeah tons of emotion yeah. and oh, tons yeah. of excitement uh i'd i think that i know me and august were kind of going through we're kind of like dealing with like crappy relationships or something like that so i know there's a lot of stuff that has to do with that on the record yeah a lot of anger a lot of resentment a lot of uh things like that tossed into it for sure mm-hmm. um yeah sadness <laughs> you right. know yeah. So, yeah we were both going through a pretty hard time with that at that time so it, but it I'm glad we were because, <laughs> you know, it, it, uh, it, as much as it sucked at the time, it definitely helped write some great songs. So, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Hope you guys yeah. are doing better now. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, so, how do you recommend your fans to listen to this album for the first time? Should I do it in the car with friends and dark with headphones on? Is it a workout album, party album? What do you personally recommend? All of them. I think you should do whatever you are going to, if you're a gym person then you should put that thing on in the gym man if you're a runner you should 
go run around the block and listen to it. you should do whatever is going to release the most dopamine in your brain when you're listening to it that's the way you should listen to it i feel I would, like that. i feel like i want people to cry to this album i want people to break up with their girlfriend to this album i want them to fight their siblings to the album and uh mostly cry because i feel like the sad song on the album is one of my favorites i yeah. cry to it every time yeah. I listen to what's it. what's the sad song Undeserving. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a good <laughs> song. the song he wrote. Yeah. <laughs> What's the sad song? Sad. I mean, there's a lot of sad ones. That yeah, is the, the saddest sad one. one. That's yeah, got I would, a violin I, that, in it that makes it very sad. Yeah, I'd say the best way to listen to it is in a car, cresting about seven o'clock at night, going for a drive, and just put it on front to back. That's that's the way I listen to yeah. it. The best way, just to really. You're not really, fo- I mean, obviously, hopefully you're focusing on the road, but then you have the music playing. You can like really just let it set in. That's my favorite way to listen to it. So <laughs> do it anyway. <laughs> Go drive at night and listen to Reasons. I'm telling you, it's a vibe. Not <laughs> oh, you're yeah. either going to stay on the road or drive off a cliff. So don't yep. do it all. <laughs> <laughs> stay on the road, please. please. Yeah. Mostly, yeah. mostly probably listen at the gym or something. I feel yeah. like most of the times that we get tagged in content, it's people lifting weights. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. it's true. A lot of people tell us that we're on their, like, gym playlists. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this one should be super, super quick. Off the top of your heads, I want you guys to describe this album for new listeners in three words. Three words each, no more, no less. Mm. Uh, the best <laughs> album. There you, there you go. go. <laughs> the most anticipated <laughs> album, but nobody knows it. There you, <laughs> there you go. go. Holy fucking shit. That's Love that one. <laughs> I'd have to say sad, angry, and cathartic. Ooh. All right. That's a good one, too. Hell yeah. You know, fancy's all around. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the way I look at it, but. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, assume that same train of thought. Is there a certain feeling or emotion you want listeners to have while going through the album? I want them to, you know, everyone relates to uh, different songs differently. I think people apply different lyrics to different things. So it could mean something different to different, to different people. So I guess, you know, I don't know if I want them to feel certain. I want them to feel like they can relate to the song and then whatever emotion that is, hopefully that they're able to connect with it in a, in that way. Yeah. You kind of hit that on the head. Yeah. It's kind of feel the way, feel the way you want to. Some songs yeah. that get pumped make, might make you sad or vice versa. So however it hits you, uh, even like let us know. And we I might just want you to connect this. to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just connect to it and the way you're feeling in that time and what it you know what it does to you. So yeah. like that. Love that. All right. Uh, so what is your favorite memory that you made while creating this album? Uh getting finished with it and uh <laughs> getting ready to release it. That's my favorite memory. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, like the experience of being, you know, cooped up in the studio working on it together, like mm. that was fucking amazing. I, I love being in the studio, and it's just it was cool to be like, just uh, you know, us, the band, group of guys doing what we do in the studio for a month. You know, it was it was incredible. So I think that's mine. 
I feel like it's either the second part we write to every song or when Cody starts putting the vocals on the song and we get the feeling like, okay, that's where it's going. That's yeah. always the best feeling. Here's where the finish yeah. pops. That is a good feeling once the... Because, I mean, when I'm, like, writing it and I'm hearing it in my head, it's one thing. And then once uh, once we start tracking the vocals and I'm actually, like, hearing it, yeah, I'd say that's probably, like, the best feeling I don't know. I think, I don't know, like, as for best memory, I don't have, like, a specific memory. I think I just like hanging oh, out with our producers because we're, you know, we've become really good, close friends with our actual producers. We stay in their, in their house slash studio and we work on music all day together. And then when we're done, we work out and play games and watch movies and have a great time. So it's just like, it's like having a slumber party as adults for like a month straight. It's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much all the studio is. (laughs) Yeah, right. Also, one of my favorite parts, too, of writing this album is in the intro when Cody kills me. Yeah, that was a fun. That was a that was a very fun day to record was that whole intro monologue, that goofy monologue. Love that. (laughs) Some ice nine kills kind of shit. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So picture this. You're on tour. You're at a gas station for a rest stop. What is your snack of choice? Oh, fun um, chips, nutty bars. <laughs> yeah, Ryan. Ryan always goes for the nutty bars. No, it's August. I go for sun chips. Or if we're getting oh, food, yeah. food, it's Subway tuna sub every time. Yeah, yeah. If it's chips, I go for the barbecue twist Frito Lay's. Those are fucking mm. delicious. Those sound good. But yeah, food. I'll just eat anything that's available and seems decent. So fair enough. That's fair. I respect it. I'm wondering. I'm wondering if we could guess before Cody answers. Can any of us guess what Cody's go to? Oh yeah. What do I usually get? Because I feel like I don't. I can't. Really Energy drinks that. and a uh, Met RX protein bar. I'll get the. Yeah, I get the Met RX protein bars. Yeah. I usually yeah, go it, for like a protein bar or something like that. And then he can't sleep, and then he's mad all day. <laughs> <laughs> mad, uh, a beer, depending on the time. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Perfect. Uh, so, on the topic of food, if the band was a dish, what dish would the band be and why? Oh, shit. The band was a dish and be yeah. a gourmet filet mignon. Mm-hmm. With a side of just grass and leaves. Oh, I guess is the vegan. Yeah. So, he can't be a filet mignon, but. Oh, no. no. But, but the it's rest of us, though. No, he's a filet carrot kind of guy. <laughs> oh, I guess we'll put a we'll put a side salad on the plate for you. Yeah, <laughs> just don't let it touch the meat. <laughs> no, that's tough. God damn know. it! I'd say a, I'd say a nice hearty steak because we're all pretty hearty men. Yeah. Even August, even though he's vegan, but we're strong <laughs> in our beliefs and we uh, we keep doing what we're doing. So yeah, I would say a they, big old. They make vegan steak. Uh, yeah, yeah they do, and it's yeah. really fucking good too. Actually, yeah, mm-hmm. made really? out of punk shit. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> ground up. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> um, this so is what I deal with every goddamn day. I sympathize with you. I am also <laughs> a vegan man. <laughs> Oh, no, fuck. it's all right. I, I love it. I love it. You're on, you're on the radar now, too. Oh, no. Shane, uh, you're next. It's your favorite thing to eat. Yeah. <laughs> so for the last couple questions, we're going to shift completely away from music and go straight to death row. 
Boom. So Ooh. if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Well, I'm going to go with an IPA or whiskey for the drink. And then like a strong ass IPA, something, you know, <laughs> something strong as fuck. And then for food, I'll just have. A vegan burger, man. <laughs> there you go. Best. Yeah. What what kind of vegan burger though? We talking Beyond, Impossible, oh. Black Bean? Impossible. Beyond Burger for sure. The better yeah. one too. I would All say. Right. Oh, you go, Ryan. Go ahead. No, 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 I'm. I don't know. All right, fine. I'm gonna do a tuna sub <laughs> and oh. a nice glass of champagne. Oh. Maybe a cigar, and Gross. then I die. My partner that gets combo. tuna subs, stinks the fucking car out, bro. Smells like shit. I've Fuck had that. enough fucking vegan burgers. I gotta go with uh, vegeta- uh, vegan shrimp scampi. Oh, okay. that sounds Hell nice. yeah. Mm-hmm. They died twice. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I changed mine. I changed mine. Not the tuna subs. It's too much bread. Thank God. I'll do, I'll do a steak bread. and a glass of champagne. Okay. And oh, then just, I can... just a steak? Damn. Steak, I'll do yeah. it. The biggest steak. <laughs> you gotta do, you gotta do a, a steak and then a side of asparagus a little mashed potato with uh parsley and fresh on, on top mm-hmm. then you get a good old can of budweiser and a shot of jack honey and i'm set there you go that's yeah. my go my meal would be the antidote to whatever lethal <laughs> injection they're giving me and then i would live all right, conspiracy, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it. But if I was going to die, I, would, I wouldn't even want food. I'd be like, give me a beer and a cigarette, and then that's how we're going out. That's actually pretty realistic, yeah. <laughs> I swap my cigar for a cigarette, just a cigarette. <laughs> you can't even really inhale the cigar, so it would just kind of be like the idea of enjoying the last things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Oh, you're man. Pokemon. Yeah. Pokemon. You would definitely live in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Or the yeah. yeah. I'm I'm definitely taking Iron Man's life for a week. That sounds that'd cool. be sick. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm on that. I gotta go with any any Tim Burton any Tim Burton movie. Mm-hmm. Preferably like I don't know. Coraline was is Cor. I had somebody argue argue with me about this, and I don't know if it's true or not, but initially someone said, oh, Coraline's not Tim Burton. But then I found out later that apparently it is. So I, I, I think I told you it was. Did you, Were you the one? Yeah. Okay. If I told you that it's true. Well, then, <laughs> I, wanna, Can't argue I just that. love that whole setting, though. Like, I love the whole setting of his movies and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely that. Oh, yeah. Good pick. So wait, what was the circumstances? You have to live in this in this universe. I mean, yeah, for, for a week. week yeah. For a week, mm-hmm. I want to live in the Harry Potter universe, Lord oh, of the Rings one, sick. because yeah. I feel like to carry around a sword and shield would be nah. badass. I love Lord of the Rings, but I, there's no way I want to live in that universe for for a week. It's just a week. <laughs> Nothing's <laughs> gonna happen with your health. There's in a scary week. stuff that happens there. <laughs> scary things alright Harry Potter that's where I want to live the core line was not directed or produced by Tim Burton so no, it wasn't okay then, then it was right yeah it says it, uh, but Burton didn't produce or direct it 
Okay. So but what's it, the other tattoo you have same... on your arm that I had to tell somebody is Tim Burton? Oh. I think it, maybe it was maybe it was Sweeney Todd. <laughs> oh no, that's definitely Tim Burton. Yeah, a hundred percent. I don't know. Pissed off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Any of his like you know because uh, that that's obviously uh what, what do you what do you call that um, Sweeney Todd was more so you know real care real people and everything whereas like obviously uh oh, I, I can't use words right now but nightmare uh nightmare before Christmas was obviously very cartoon based so I want to live in the cartoon cartoon world. <laughs> right. so- that's good. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, so I think I'm asking the last question, and every single person we've spoken to have said that it is the most important question. What's your favorite color? Seven. Uh, All right. Black. Probably black. There you go. <clears throat> I have a very logical answer to this, <laughs> as mm-hmm. I do with most things in oh games. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, like cards and humanity and all that stuff. I always have to think of the most... I'm a, I'm a, I try to think of logical things. And when someone asks me my favorite color, I think just like for me personally, it depends on what the thing is that is the color because obviously it depends on what it is. What do I, I, I want the color of my car to be different than what's, you know, not everything should be the same color. So I can't have a favorite. Different things should be different colors. So it depends on what the thing is that. I I want color in order for me to know what color I want it. If you it's clothes, be, I usually just go black. You must be but... real fun at parties then. No, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's the worst. <laughs> Terrible. Parties, you can't man. play any fun game. Don't ever. When you play that meme game. game, if you don't show him a meme that makes sense, like the picture and the caption have to make sense. Yeah, it has no, to make matter. sense together. Come doesn't on, matter buddy. how funny it is. It just has to make sense. Yeah, <laughs> make it make sense. I yeah. would say mine is like black or Tiffany blue. I like that Ooh. a lot. Tiffany blue. Yeah, that's a good one. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> I got a good turquoise coming out. Turquoise is good. All right. Uh, so as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you guys would like to plug? Instagram, uh, Undead Alpaca. <laughs> I guess follow the band's Instagram. Follow the individual members' Instagrams. Uh, in all of our bios, there's probably a link you can find that will send you to the pre-save or pre-order of the debut album coming out September 9th. So do that. Make sure you're streaming all the songs. We just crossed 300,000 monthly listeners on Spotify, which is pretty oh, yeah. sick. So it. keep streaming. Yes. Everything Ryan said. And yeah, follow us on my social. It's A-L-E-X-C-U-R-T-I <laughs> underscore on Instagram. Did you just say follow us on my social? <laughs> I guess I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> All right. Oh well, thank you for sounds, guys. It's been until I wake, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast. <laughs>